You are now listening to The Dot. What's up, guys? Greg here, and you are tuned into the March 2022 edition of The Dot, the show we go over all the best new music of the month, coming off a very strong month of new albums this month we'll go through the q1 update where we'll go over the top 20 albums of the year so far very excited to share that but we also have some really great bands really great musicians on the podcast this episode and i want to get right to the music this month we're going to check out milo claire system exclusive Emma Elizabeth, Kajo, Early Eyes, Deserta, Moon Panda. But we are going to start right here with the band Vivi, V I V I I. This is a trio from Sweden, an indie pop trio made up of Emil, Caroline, who are married, and Anders. And they released a new single on March 11th called Wrap Your Arms. They've already released two albums, their self titled debut album back in 2019 and a full-length album last year. The trio from Sweden did call in to introduce this new track, so let the episode begin. Hi, this is Vivi. Thanks for having us on the dot. This is our latest single, Wrap Your Arms, and this song was originally an instrumental track that we really loved. But at the end of the day, we couldn't keep our fingers away from it. And we wrote the melody and the lyrics. And here is Wrap Your Arms. I am on the phone. Sunny Borneo. Yeah. 
VV with their new song, Wrap Your Arms, that came out earlier in March. A great song to start off the episode, really setting the vibe for us here in March. A lot to look forward to this episode as we move through this, but before we start to do the countdowns, before we start to talk about all the great albums that came out, let's go to an artist that released their third single on streaming services. This is Milo Claire, and he released his song Texas this March. This is the follow-up from his second ever single that was released in January called Electric Connections, and he did release a single back in 2018 as part of a compilation EP. So he's working up to his EP drop called EP1 in April, so coming up next month, and Red Light Management represents him. They say he's half Jamaican, half Irish. He's a producer from London, and they also say if there is a thread to be found between Tame Impala and Anderson Pack, Milo is it. And Milo did call in to tell us about this new song, so let's check the song out, and then we're going to bring Milo on to the podcast to tell us about his new song, Texas. Drive from state to state of mind I'm sick from crossing lines But still I want you And even after all this time I know you still feel mine It makes me want you Pressure when we collide Vicious but not unkind Don't say goodnight Texas, my lonely star Gazing across the bars Don't say goodnight Don't look the same in your eyes It makes me feel alive It makes me want you Every time we've tried some space We end up at my place It makes me want you Love drunk, we sound too deep Show me your mind to keep Play a while, stay the night Talk like we're moving on Act like we're never gone Play a while, stay the night Hey, this is Milo Claire. Uh Thanks for having me on the dot My song Texas is kind of a uh, tongue-in-cheek ode to that kind of self-central spirit Anyone who's dated a Texan girl probably knows what I'm talking about there. Um, It's also about that gravitational pull you have to your lover, even when things are chaotic or messy. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the track. She's Texas, my lonely star, gazing across the bars. Say goodnight. Milo Claire there with his new song, Texas. And how about those vocals? How about that song? Definitely somebody we're going to want to keep our eye on here moving forward. Let's get to the top 20 album countdown of the year that we do at the end of every quarter, at the end of Q1, headed into, as we always know, a very busy Q2 when it comes to album releases. Q2 is hot every single year. So in Q1, it's a really good opportunity to feature some of these lesser known artists that could make the top 20 before people 
people like Kendrick Lamar and Pusha T start to release their albums and fill up the top 20 albums with uh, some more household names. But really thrilled with the list. You know, just some tidbits from my top 20 here in Q1. A nice spread throughout the first three months. We actually had 10 of these albums coming from February. And February typically isn't that strong of a month, so that was pretty interesting to see. 12 of the artists in the top 20 right now are really in that indie alternative, very broad genre that we throw out. There are only two hip-hop albums in the top 20. That will definitely change by the next quarterly countdown. We do have four R&B albums, which is fantastic. I love me some good R&B. We also had five debuts in this Q1 top 20. 12 of these artists are either on their third album or beyond that, fourth, fifth, sixth. Without further ado, I'll do my best to run through this because we do still have a lot of great music to listen to. I'm gonna go through number 20 down to number 16. We'll knock off the first five here. And number 20 is one of those R&B albums I talked about, and that is Lucky Day, who released his album Candy Drip on March 10th, his second full-length album. He had great features with Lil Durk, Smino, and Child on that album. It was a slow-paced R&B B album, but it was still very good. The song structure and the texture of the music was great throughout that entire LP. Lucky Day has done songs and been featured on songs with people like Earth, Wind & Fire, Kay Trinata, and Leon Bridges. He was raised in New Orleans. He was actually raised in a religious cult with his parents, so he has a very interesting upbringing, but great sophomore album there from Lucky Day, and he is coming to Philadelphia very soon, so keep your eye on that. Number 19. Would have laughed at you if you told me this artist was going to be in any of my top 20 countdowns, but Diplo released his self-titled album Diplo on March 4th, and it wasn't really as much about Diplo as it was the artists that he had featured on this album. It was almost more of a curated album where Diplo, you know, being the curator, will get the credit for the album, but he had great features with Leon Bridges, Miguel, Busta Rhymes, Lil Yachty. I don't like a lot of Lil Yachty's music, but I like the song that he did with Diplo on this album. Two of my favorite DJs, Tisha and Amtrak. Jungle was on the album. Damian Lazarus. This is actually Diplo's first full-length album since 2004. Now, critics didn't love this album, but again, I think it had more to do with the artists that were featured on it than it did with Diplo. I mean, he had some great tracks on that. High Rise was probably my favorite one with Amtrak and Leon Bridges. Don't Forget My Love with Miguel was a great track. Rye X was on Your Eyes. He always comes through with good songs. Paul Woodford for Looking For Me. That was a song that was released back in 2021, but still a great song. Humble is the track I talked about with Lil Yachty. So I got a tip my hat to Diplo. He did a great job with that album. Number 18. Now, this is an album I mentioned back in January where I quickly ran through my way too early favorite albums of the year, but the Lumineers held up. Another band that I would have been surprised if you told me this year they would be in a top 20 album countdown. They released their album Bright Side on January 14th. That is their fourth studio album. Their last one was back in 2019 called Three. Their last album was probably their least popular album of the four. Uh, Brightside, the one that was just released that's on the countdown here, that was greeted with pretty good critical and public success. Going all the way back to their first two albums, Cleopatra 
in 2016 and their self-titled album in 2012 is when they really blew up but yeah they really came through and like i said critics loved it people loved it it got up to number one on the u.s alternative charts number one on the u.s rock charts and debuted at number six on the billboard top 200 so great job there from the lumineers number 17 this is our first debut album of the countdown and this is from hearts called having the time of my life you can find him on instagram at its hearts and he has just over 3,000 followers so i really expect his following to grow because this was just a really well put together alternative album he's a man of few words on social media really just promoting a lot of his music but like i said very polished alternative sound there and then number 16 nullifer yanya her music is so intelligent when it comes to that singer-songwriter indie alternative rock she has a lot of different genres packed within her albums her debut album came out back in 2019 and that was met with a ton of critical success she followed it up great here with her new album painless and she talked about putting this album out in march and she said with her sophomore album she just wanted to take more time to put it together she felt like her debut album was a little bit rushed and there was a lot of pressure with that so she really wanted to take time to release this album painless she has a little bit of a diy feel to her music which i really like but then she can get into this fuzzy guitar driven rock music like i said a very unique voice but it meshes really well with the song structure so that is the first five of the top 20 we have a lot more to talk about but let's get back to the music i am so excited to have this artist on the dot. This is Kajo who released his debut album Cold Places in March. We're going to check out a song off that album called The Curve and Kajo is actually signed to Logic's label Bobby Boy Records. He's been on a track with Logic in the past The Adventures of Stony Bob but we are so happy to have him call into the dot and introduce this new track. He is a fascinating guy and the music really lived up to the hype. There was a lot of hype for him when releasing this debut album. So I'm so happy for him to finally get this out and because it came out so great. So let's kick it over to Kaja. Hey, this is Kaja. Thanks for having me on the dot. The curve is from my full length project, Cold Places. It's about a couple of instances where I was rejected and ghosted. Ultimately, it's encouragement to the listener about how you can come out of such situations, hopefully with grace and your head held up high. Sonically, I was inspired by a couple of my favorite artists, Prince and Jay Paul, two musical pioneers who were quote unquote ahead of the curve. I hope you enjoy. It's been a while now since we last spoke to each other.
That is the curve of his debut album, Cold Places. Definitely go take a listen to that. 18 songs long, and it's very good all the way throughout. Thank you again to Kajo for calling in to the podcast. All right, let's run through the next five albums in the top 20 countdown. This is going to be number 15 through number 11. Number 15 is somebody who is not new to music, someone who actually contemplated stepping away from music after her last album. We're lucky to get this new album from Mitski, who released her sixth studio album on February 4th called Laurel Hell. This peaked at the top 10 all around the world. You know, you name the country, she was in the top 10 when this album was released. It was a bestseller during her release week. Another fantastic album from the singer-songwriter. I think we can all say we don't want her to walk away from music. She puts on a hell of a live show as well. So Mitski with her new album, Laurel Hell, coming in at number 15. Number 14, another debut album and another much-anticipated debut album with Bakar's album Nobody's Home. Bakar is a name that has been thrown around as someone to watch. A lot of press has come out about him. He is a very fun person to follow on social media. He released his debut album on February 25th called Nobody's Home. He is an alternative artist very similar to King Cruel. He has that voice. He has that sound to his music. He got a hundred from Riot. He got an 80 for the album from Clash Mag and the 80 from DIY Mag. Congratulations to Bakar getting that first one out of the way and it was a good one. He is touring right now. He's about to come to the East Coast, so definitely go get your tickets to his show. Number 13, this is an artist from January as well. An artist that I am very happy stayed up in this top 20. Was very impressed with the album that he put out. This is Corday with his album From a Bird's Eye View. This is his sophomore album. And the beautiful thing about this album is the album's really all about his success. Call it narcissistic, call it what you want, but it's about how he envisioned getting to the point where he is today, and now that he is here, uh, how he's handling all that. Now, Corday is also popular for being the boyfriend of Naomi Osaka, the very fantastic, very famous female tennis player. The album featured people like Lil Wayne, Eminem, Freddie Gibbs, her, Lil Durk, so he had the star power to go along with the album, and that remained in the top 20 sitting there at number 13. Number 12, now this is a new band to me. They are not new to the music industry. This is Sports 
who released their fourth studio album, Get a Good Look. They did come to Philadelphia in March. They released this album on February 11th. They called themselves a band of wizards from Oklahoma. They really nailed that pop rock psychedelic sound with this album. A well-polished album, consistent. One of those albums that's good front to back. And two shows in Oklahoma as we head into April before they go overseas to continue their tour, but their album, Get A Good Look, comes in at number 12. Now, number 11, this is another band who released a fantastic debut album. This is Moon Panda, who released their first album, What On Earth. I can't say enough good things about Moon Panda. We're gonna check out a song right now from Moon Panda off of that album, What On Earth. They're alt-pop, similar to artists like Big Pig and Arlo Parks. They're headlining their very first UK tour in May, and they were just at South by Southwest. So let's take a peek into a track off that new album. This is Moon Panda with their new song, Islands, off their debut album, What on Earth? Such a catchy song there from Moon Panda off their brand new debut album. If you like that song, the entire album is just like that. Definitely go give it a listen. Again, 11th on the top 20 countdown, Moon Panda with their debut album, What on Earth? Now let's go to another great debut album that came out this past month, and that is System Exclusive with their self-titled debut album. And System Exclusive is made up of Ari and Matt, their duo, and I have them here with us on the podcast this month to introduce their new song, Game of Fool. Hi, this is Ari from System Exclusive. 
Uh, thank you for having us on the show. Uh, we're really happy to be here uh, to talk about our second single, Game of the Fool, featured on our self-titled debut album that just came out in March. We're really excited about it. Game of the Fool is one of my favorite tracks on the album, but it is a it is a very fun, exciting dance song with very sad lyrical underbelly. Um, it is about the cycle of abuse and watching people that you love participate in that cycle, um, unable to break it. Um, it can be really difficult to watch that happen. Um, I feel like I've seen that happen countless times in my life and uh, I feel like it was time to address it and maybe speak to those who find themselves there because when you're looking at it from the outside it really looks like a choice and definitely doesn't feel like a choice when you're in it but um, yeah you might find yourself in that situation and look back on it and feel like a fool or see someone else in the middle of it and it feels like they're being foolish and it's real it's a real issue for so many people and even if it's not physical abuse there's all kinds of abuse in the world and it's hard to watch happen <laughs> um so anyway uh that is game of the fool and in a nutshell <laughs> And I really hope you all like it and, you know, watch out for each other. That's kind of all we've got these days. Cheers. Hey guys, I'm Anna Elizabeth. I'm a Swedish singer-songwriter, and thank you for having me on the dot. I'm really excited to be on here. Um, we're gonna check out my song "Tray Full of Ash" 
which was the first single of my new album, Some Kind of Paradise. And Trayful of Ash was written in London in a friend's living room. We were just kind of jamming. We set this fast-paced rhythm, started playing around with keyboard sounds, started writing lyrics, and yeah, just had this very creative moment, not thinking too hard about things, <laughs> just letting it out. And then I brought those ideas with me home and started playing around in the studio with more sounds like electric guitars and recording vocals, a lot of backing vocals that are like different layers in the production. And the song has this kind of dreamy 80s vibe, which it gets from all these pads, like synthesizer sounds and electric guitars with tons of chorus and reverb, of course. And yeah, I I really love this song because it has this this drive in it and it still remains very spacious and soothing in a way. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Let a tray full of ash. I've been living in the past and remembering things said I never even had. Got a head full of gas and a bottle in a glass and I'm beating up myself because I got nobody Shake the dust up on my memories. I'm coming for 
System Exclusive there, right into Emma Elizabeth. And System Exclusive is kicking off their headlining tour. They're actually going to go to Wilmington, Delaware on April 10th to play at Squeezebox Records. And then the very next day on April 11th, they will be up here in Philadelphia at the Dolphin. And then that went right into Emma Elizabeth with her song Tray Full of Ash off her new album, Some Kind of Paradise. Such a great album there. Again, one of those albums where if you like the song we just listened to, you're going to love that entire album. And Emma, we are just as excited to have you on the podcast. So let me run through the final 10 albums of the top 20 albums of Q1, and we'll go quick. I know we're over the 30-minute mark at this point. So number 10 is The Weeknd with his album Dawn FM. I talked a lot about that in the January episode, so go back to that episode if you want to hear more, but right now I'll skim past that. Very happy with The Weeknd and his release there. Another album from January comes in at number nine, and that's Dope Lemon with his album Rose Pink Cadillac. Again, Dope Lemon is Angus Stone, the other half of Angus and Julia Stone. And it's funny that it came out in January because it was such a great like summer beach album, something you would listen to while on the sand. Uh, it is Dope Lemon's third album. His previous album is up on the wall in my room. So big Dope Lemon fan, and he came through again. Number eight, my guy Alan Raymond. Speaking of people who have albums up in my room, Alan Raymond released Roadhouse 2, the follow-up to Roadhouse 1 that was released back in 2017. Now, Roadhouse 1 had a lot of staple Alan Raymond songs on it. 13, 25, 22, repeat with Jesse Reyes, and Alan followed that up well here with Roadhouse 2 that was released in March. A lot of callbacks to Roadhouse 1, meaning a lot of references to some of the lyrics or songs that he had on the first album, which is really cool to listen to. You don't hear a lot of bands do things like that. Um, And it is Alan's fifth album already, believe it or not. I mean, he is pretty much a veteran at this point and definitely still one of my favorite artists, so it was so nice to hear him come through with a Another masterpiece of an album. Number seven, Delvis. What a story here with Delvis. Delvis released his debut album, Blah Blah Blue. Now, Delvis has an R&B soul sound. It also gets into kind of indie alternative, but it really sounds like old school music, almost like a 70s style of music. And I haven't heard of him before. Again, this is his debut album. And unfortunately, Delvis just posted on his Instagram that this will also be his last album. He is ready to take on something new. So it was really cool to have such a great debut and one and only album. So good for Delvis for uh, coming in, showing what he's all about, and then uh, getting out of the industry. It was really good to hear what he put together. Number six, Big Thief. Now, Big Thief has a huge following. They really do worldwide. They released their new album, Dragon, New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. This came out on February 11th. This is Big Thief's fifth album and this album really shifted from their folk more serious sound to a little bit more of a warmer americana sound it was very enjoyable to listen to all the way through not really any bad songs on that album and it really showed the style and skill that that band has number five through one we'll finish it up right here number five is prom with their debut album magnolia a band i had never heard of before this album came out think about them as almost like a pure 
security ring without the heavy bass. I think they're a band that is someone you can throw on in the background of a nice day, but they are touring. They have such a unique sound, and their debut album was really fantastic, right up there with some of these big names like Big Thief, who's ranked right behind them. So congratulations to Prom on a fantastic debut. Number four, Beach House. Man, Beach House always comes through and they released their album Once Twice Melody on February 18th. That is their eighth studio album. And it was interesting how they released this. They released this in four different chapters. So they started releasing it last year. It came out on the album as four discs and they would release essentially a disc at a time. And we got the fourth and final disc here in February and they really are professionals at that shoegaze alternative sound. Number three, one of the two rap albums along with Corday, and that is Saba with his new album, Few Good Things, his third album that was released in early February, the follow-up to his 2018 album, Care For Me, where he really blew up after that came out. He has such a great flow, man. It's almost unmatched in the industry. Saba's flow is something that you could listen to all day, man. He, he never ceases to amaze me with the way he dances on a beat. Big features on the album with him, Black Thought, Six Lack or Black, Crazy Bone, G Herbo, and Smino. So really, really great project there from Saba. Number two, my all-time favorite band releasing another great album for us, Alt-J, with their new album, The Dream. And if you listened to the podcast last month, you'll probably know who's number one because on the same day, Mild Orange released their album, Looking For Space. And it's funny because I listened to Alt-J earlier that day and I was like, you know what? This is my favorite album of the year. And then later that day, I listened to Mild Orange and I was like, you know what? They're not my favorite album of the year anymore because Mild Orange is. So going back to Alt-J, that's their fourth studio album, follow-up from Relaxer. And I was so happy to hear what they put together with The Dream. If you've been following them on social media, they have a really cool live setup where they're, they're like playing in a box. It almost looks like an aquarium type look. The lights are coming from all around them, in front of them, behind them, on the sides. It, it looks very, very cool, very unique. Um, and like I said, Mild Orange, with their album, Looking For Space, is my top album of the year. Clean guitar works, perfect vocals on top of that. They really hit that dream pop, psych rock sound. Something similar to Tame Impala. I don't think they're one of those bands. There's a lot of bands out there that almost sound exactly like Tame. They have that feel to them, but they have great harmonies, and just such a polished sound. They were the first band we featured on the dock last month, so Mild Orange with Looking for Space. So, a few more artists to get to before we wrap this episode up, and I'm gonna throw it over to the band Early Eyes, who released their album Look Alive this past month, and we're gonna check out the song Catch You off of that album. Hey y'all, this is Jake from Early Eyes here on the dot. You're about to hear our song, Catch You, that was recorded in Minneapolis with Caleb Hins and Jake Lupin producing and with Joey C. Hayes on the drums. This song was coming from a lot of different places of inspiration for us. We were, of course, looking to the future release of From Software's open world masterpiece that is Elden Ring. We were also looking at the famed sh shimmering painter Gustav Klimt, as well as swords knives, daggers, uh, bladed weapons in general, I guess. 
And of course, the knowing that no matter what happens, at the end of the day, you can always fall into the people that you love. Thanks for listening, friends. Hoping that I never wake up Catch you off their debut album, Look Alive. What a talented young band they are. The band's made up of Jake, Joe, John, Sam, and Megan. Special thank you to Jake for calling in and telling us about the inspiration behind that song. If you picked up on something Jake said, he said that this album was produced with the help of Jake Lupin, and that's Jake Lupin from the band Hippocampus. You can see the similarities between those two bands, but Early Eyes, they're a great band. They have great range throughout this album, something that I really encourage you guys to go listen to. You don't see that type of range pulled off very well with bands a lot these days. And just a really impressive debut. So, so happy to have them here on the dot. Looking forward to what comes next from Early Eyes. All right, let's go to the very last artist of the episode. This is Deserta. And we're going to check out a song from Deserta called I'm So Tired. And Matt from Deserta called in to tell us a little bit about the song. Hi, this is Matt from Deserta. Thanks so much for having me on the dot this month. I'm here to tell you a little bit about our new song, I'm So Tired. This one started off as most of our songs do with just a few synth pads. Uh, I usually start writing with a clean slate, just keep adjusting, you know, some notes and tones and oscillators until the feeling is right. And I usually keep it pretty simple, just a chord or two. This one really came together after the pad that I started with, uh, when I found the Moog and Mellotron sounds that you hear kick in there, and those sounds became the heart of the song. As far as the lyrics go, I would say this song fits in with the the overarching theme of the record being um, that everyone just seems to need more than anyone has to give right now. I don't know if everyone's feeling that way, or if it's just me, or if it's just 
being a new parent, living through this pandemic, or, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, if you're feeling that way, this one's for you. Giving up my western trouble track to say a quick goodbye definitely go check out the full album from deserta every moment everything you need beautiful album there this episode we checked out vivi milo claire kajo moon panda system exclusive emma elizabeth early eyes and we're listening to deserta right now thank you guys so much as always for tuning in to the dot do what you can right now most of your bands are out there touring go support them go to their shows buy their merch keep them in business so they can keep making beautiful music for us and always remember it only happens once a month so you must be on the dot Guess you know what I'm so tired.